Stories of new hunters aren't often told, but I'm here to tell you mine. This is a hunter's journey. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to a hunter's journey. My name is Will. I'm your host. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. If you are a new listener, welcome to the podcast. This podcast is about my introduction into hunting in my early 20s and kind of the mistakes that I've made, um, the tips and tricks I've found, and um, just general uh, helpful advice in the fishing and hunting and outdoor world. Um, I explain the mistakes I've made and what I did to make those so that you maybe can recognize the situation and maybe where you would make a similar mistake and prevent from making said mistake. Um, And also tips and tricks that I found um, doing stuff the hard way um, and just kind of explaining those tips and tricks to you guys so that maybe you don't have as tough of a time with certain things as I had. So anyway, um, we're going to jump right into the episode. I think I said last week on the last episode that this next episode I was going to record was going to be about my clothing and my layering system and that kind of stuff. Um, Because uh, I am really surprised that I haven't talked about that yet. Um, So I am going to talk about that this week. Hunting season is here. Bow hunting has already started, um, but if you're if you're bow hunting, generally I don't think you need too many layers because it's it's still pretty warm outside. Um, so your layering system may not to may not need to be as quite in depth uh, this time of year. But come November, like October, November, when I hunt, um, your layering system needs to be a little more in depth. And then once you get into late November, early December, late December, those um, those uh, late winter hunts, like the middle of winter, dead of winter hunts, the, the your layering system is going to need to be um, really fine-tuned to your personal preference and your, your, your body type. Um, so the first thing that I like to look at um, – obviously is what the temperature range is supposed to be like what the what the low is supposed to be and what the high is supposed to be and when I talk about layering system like I'm not talking about just during the day I'm also talking about at night you need to stay warm at night too while you're camping and hunting Um, especially if you're camping in a tent or like I do in the back of my truck in my shell um, on my decked drawer system that I have Um, and so Arguably, uh, one of the more important times to layer up is is in as at night. So I'll, I'll start with that. Um, so when I like I check the temperature, I see the low is going to be like okay, it's going to be 32 or 34 or whatever. Like and that, you know, that's cold. It's cold when you're just sitting there laying doing nothing but sleeping. So I have a pair of long underwear. Um, I have long socks and short socks, so I put my short socks on, then I put my long socks on over my short socks and over my long underwear. Um, Then I put sweatpants on um, over my long underwear, and obviously I have regular underwear on underneath my long underwear too. Um, And then that'll conclude my bottom layers, and that 
keeps me really warm. And then my top layer is usually a t-shirt, a long sleeve t-shirt, um, and then my heavy uh, jacket, like my heavy hunting jacket. I'll sleep in my hunting jacket. I don't really care. Um, and uh, then on my head, I'll usually just have a beanie. Um, and then I'll usually pull the hood of my hunting jacket up over, and then I'll have a zero-degree sleeping bag. Um, and that usually does it pretty well for me. If it's particularly cold, I might throw on some mittens. But other than that, I usually just, just crawl in my zero-degree sleeping bag, and that's um, that's good for me. Um, but like I said, depending on if it's colder, you might want to add more bottom layers. You know, um, add two pairs of sweatpants instead of just one. Um, or, uh, you know, go no long underwear if it's going to be warmer, that kind of stuff. Um, just however you're comfortable um, and warm is the most important thing. Um, and then come daytime is when it gets a little trickier because um, you're going to be hiking around, you're going to be moving, and then once you stop moving, you're going to be sitting. And if you're sweating, then you're going to be cold. Um, which the cold might feel good if you're hiking around and you're sweating, you know, the cold might feel good, but um, really it's, it's not going to be good for you overall. You want to keep your body temperature, you know, fairly, fairly high. Um, and that, it differs um, as well. It's different if you're in a tree stand and it's different if you're hiking 20 miles in a day. So like when I was hunting out here, I averaged between 20 and 25 miles every day. Um, last year so I was sweating up a storm and I was I was moving um, and my my the problem that I have is that um, especially once I get moving and uh, no matter how breathable clothes are once I start moving and getting active and everything I start to sweat um, doesn't matter how cold it doesn't matter how many layers I have on it doesn't matter like how many um, how breathable stuff is, how cool I am, I just sweat. And I, I'm not entirely sure if that's normal or not. It may be. Um, but my problem is is that I sweat and then I sit down and get cold and have to get up and move again and get warm and it's a vicious, it's a cycle. Um, so I'll cover what I do for my layering system out here out west and then I'll do my layering system for what I was doing when I was hunting in Minnesota in a tree stand. Um, so out here, I'm going to just go top to bottom. So top, I'll usually have a baseball cap, like an orange hat, um, and an orange beanie. And that'll usually keep my head and ears pretty warm, and then I can take the beanie off once it gets warmer. Um, then I'll have my big hunting jacket. Okay, so let me preface this. Um, so before um, I talk about this, uh, the temperature last year, it was in the highs, it was like 57, 58 degrees. So it was pretty, it was pretty nice. Honestly, it was pretty nice. And the low was like 32 in the middle of the night. Um, so it was, it was nice during the day. It was really cold in the morning, but then as it as the day went on and the sun kind of came out, you know, you, you kind of warmed up a little bit. Um, so, uh, and this is early October up in the mountains. Um, and it was, it was colder last year than it has been in years before. Um, so top beanie and orange, orange beanie, orange blaze, orange hat, 
and then move down my body I'll have a regular t-shirt then I'll have my long sleeve breathable camo killick um, t-shirt and then I'll usually have a light super lightweight jacket on and then I'll put my big hunting jacket on when it gets really warm or uh, really cold excuse me really cold in the morning and then as it starts to warm up in the day um, I will take that off and put it on my pack or in my pack and then I'll usually have my regular jacket on um, and then down below I have my regular underwear a pair of long underwear um, I think mine are just wool um, maybe they're cotton um, either way I need to get new ones they're they're baggy and they're not very great um, I think wool is the material that you want yeah it's wool because it'll stay warm even when it's wet um, so wool I think it's um, I can't remember the name of the other one but wool I think is one that is really popular um, and then you know that just depends on your personal preference too, like what you are going to be comfortable in um, if you like the um, I think it's like polyurethane um, material like the kind of plasticky material that stuff's pretty good too um, but that's that's your preference some people like wool some people don't like wool um, you know so that is is the material is your preference and what you think is going to keep you the warmest but I'm, I'm telling you the layers that I do so I have my regular underwear I have my long underwear and then um, last year I had my 511 tactical pants um, they're coyote like they're a coyote brown color and I wore these pants hunting once and I fell in love with them like I'm gonna have to get multiple more pairs because they are awesome um, like I I never thought paying $75 for a pair of pants would be worth it um, but I found that hunting gear is not the thing that you want like your clothes is not the thing that you're gonna want to skimp on like you're gonna want to spend as much money as you feel comfortable spending on clothes on your hunting clothes because you're only gonna wear them for a week or so out of the year your average person is only gonna wear them for a week or so out of the year um, you can wash them when you're done and put them in a box and keep them nice and tidy and clean and in great shape for a long time if you have really good stuff um, so but you know starting out I didn't really know like what was good what was bad I looked at the price tag I'm like okay that's reasonable like it was a hundred dollars for my lightweight jacket I'm like okay that's reasonable for hunting gear because I was looking at Sitka too you know I was like oh shit three hundred dollars for a jacket no thank you um, <clears throat> and I have my own issues with with that kind of stuff but um, anyway um, so most of my upper stuff like my jackets and my shirts are Killick I did not buy the Killick pants because I just don't think I need camo pants I think brown pants are just fine um, I haven't had an issue with with brown pants yet as a color um, you know they're brown that's literally all I can say is they're brown so they're gonna be fine just don't be wearing bright red or blue 
I mean, you can wear blue jeans. My uncle hunted in blue jeans last year. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, they're just blue jeans. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, so, um, but yeah, the 511 tactical pants I have are great. They're durable up high and down low around the ankles. But once you get to kind of like the mid, like your shins and your calves and the inside of your thighs or your crotches, um, there's like a, a lighter breathable material and that stuff is actually breathable. Not like the stuff that's like, oh, 100% breathable or whatever. Like this stuff is actually breathable and it lets, you can feel the airflow coming in and it's great because I used it in super cold weather and my legs did not get cold. Like even when I was sitting down, my legs did not get cold. Um, so they keep the heat in, but allow cool air to flow in too. Um, it's weird. I can't really explain it, but, um, that's, that's, um, yeah, those pants are awesome. Uh, and then moving down to my, to my feet, um, again, depending on how cold it is, I will either have a pair of short socks on, then long socks, and then my boots. Um, I even used the, I even used, um, thermal socks last year when I was hunting because it was insanely cold um and then i just have a pair of shin high uh hiking boots that i use for hunting but i need to get new hunting boots and better hunting boots because i got mine at walmart for like 40 dollars. i mean they're still together they're not falling apart or anything they're great they're comfortable um but i just need something with a little more ankle support walking around that much um so I don't know if I'll be able to get that this year before I go or not. Um, so I will see. Um, and then as for my hands, I have a few pairs of gloves, fingerless mittens, um, that kind of stuff. It's layering is all about how you feel comfortable and uh, making sure you can still move while you're warm or cool, you know? Um, <clears throat> so if you want to layer more lightweight jackets instead of one big heavy jacket you can go ahead and do that that's fine that's more material on you and more stuff that you have to carry per se um but um pretty much every hunting apparel company that's out there that sells actual hunting gear um will have like a layering guide that you can look at and say okay this is kind of what i want um, you know, and when they say, you know, pair the Killick stuff with the Killick stuff, it's like, you don't have to do that, obviously. Like, it's, it's not like there's something in the clothes that's like, oh, there's no Killick pants with this Killick jacket? Oh, well, we're not going to work then, you know? Like, it's, there's nothing like that. So you can switch up brands for different things. You can do freaking Sitka underwear, Killick pants, and, uh, freaking, um, like bone collector jacket or whatever you want to do you know like you don't have to be brand loyal i know that there's a lot of people in the hunting community who are brand loyal to one brand and i'll admit like killick is killick is at sportsman's warehouse i think it's a sportsman's warehouse exclusive because it's made by sportsman's warehouse um but it's uh it is um, affordable hunting gear. 
like it's not you're not gonna break the bank i mean granted you're like a hundred dollars for a jacket whoa or fifty dollars for a long sleeve shirt like whoa that's a little expensive like yeah it is but it's better than paying you know a hundred and fifty dollars for the same long sleeve shirt from sitka with a sitka logo on it and a different camo pattern like you know there's a point where it gets to where you're paying for the brand name and buying it off of the brand shelf like you know it if it's made out of the same material, it's going to work the same. Um, so you don't have to, just because it's more expensive does not mean it's going to work better. Granted, um, there might be some stuff where it's made with Gore-Tex or um, better insulating materials than other jackets. And depending on how you, like when you like to hunt, you know, the, those materials might be better suited for you than the materials that are used for your early or your middle of fall late fall hunts um but again like at the end of the day it's it's all up to you and it's all um what makes you feel comfortable and staying warm and warm or cool you know you you don't want to die of hypothermia and you don't want to die of heat stroke so finding that comfortable middle ground is going to take some experimentation, but once you find it, you'll know where it is, and you'll you'll know what you'll be able to layer up with and what you won't be able to layer up with. Maybe you don't wear regular underwear underneath your long underwear, or maybe you don't wear long underwear because your legs get hotter than the rest of your body, or maybe your chest and your arms get hotter than your torso and your legs. Like it, you know, you can wear long underwear and pants and wear a regular long sleeve t-shirt on top. Again, it's all personal preference. There's no, there's no right, there's a right way to do it, but the right way is that you stay warm or cool and you stay alive. So depending on what your body does and how it reacts to different temperatures is what you're going to want to listen to like your body's going to tell you what exactly how you feel in those certain conditions um so you just have to listen to your own body because um, everything's going to be different everybody's going to be different um if you just go off of the layering page on some brand's website you might be buying stuff that you don't even need to buy um, so that's, that's besides the point, but that's, that's my general take on, um, a layering system and how you should feel about it. So, um, now when I was sitting in a tree stand in Northern Minnesota, that's a different story than hiking around because we rode four wheelers right up to the bottom of our tree stands. We climbed the tree stand and sat down and that was the, that was the maximum movement that we did. Um, so if you're hunting in the Midwest or back East, like you're probably hunting from a tree stand to be quite honest, cause it's just how they do things back there. Um, so I hunted, I hunted from a tree stand for a week and what I found that I needed to be better about were my feet were always getting cold. Um, I had Sorel winter boots um, thermal socks and socks underneath my thermal socks and I don't think that the heat was allowed to was being allowed to be trapped in my shoe 
because um, the sock underneath my thermal socks was not tight up against my foot. Um, so it was letting the heat out. And my thermal sock wasn't able to catch it fast enough, if that makes sense. Um, so my toes were getting cold, therefore I was cold. I was really cold all the time. Um, and it was because my toes were cold. My head was fine, my chest was fine, my legs were fine, my toes were freezing cold. Um, and it's the little appendages like your toes and your fingers and your ears that if they get cold, your entire body's going to get cold because it's going to cool the blood down as it passes in those digits and in those parts of your body. Um, and so what I wore in Minnesota, starting from my head up, I had an orange cap on, a beanie, then I had um, a t-shirt on, a long sleeve t-shirt, or no, a long sleeve t-shirt, a regular t-shirt, a light jacket, a slightly heavier jacket, and a giant winter uh, camo jacket. Then I had a blaze orange vest on. Then, on top of that, I had, um, well, I guess underneath the big heavy jacket and the blaze orange vest, I put on a pair of insulated Carhartt coveralls. Um, the, the brown canvas coveralls. Um, and so, um, then under the coveralls, I had a regular pair of jeans, long underwear, regular underwear. And my legs were great because those Carhartt coveralls were really insulated and they did a fantastic job. I wear those ice fishing out here when it's like negative 16. Perfect. Um, and then my feet were a pair of regular socks, pair of thermal socks, and then my, my Sorel um, winter boots. I was talking to my cousin, I'm like, you know, my toes are always cold. And he was like, well, you can put a hand warmer down there. And I did that, and that worked until the hand warmer died, and <laughs> then my toes got cold again. And I'm like, what boots do you use? And he's like, I use muck boots. Um, he's like, they have great insulation. They have uh, boots specifically for hunting and for winter hunting. They have excellent insulation. And he was telling me about... Um, the insulation count, like the gram count within a boot, and I can't remember what he said, um, but the higher the gram count, the more insulation it has, um, and the warmer your feet are going to be generally, basically, I, I guess that was the general gist of what I got out of that. Um, and so um, I never bought a pair of muck boots, because by the time that I, I got back here, um, I didn't need them. And um, I haven't been back up there yet hunting during the fall. Um, I'm going to try and get up there next year. I won't be able to this year, unfortunately, because I just started. I'm going to start a new job here the day that this is posted, actually. Um, so, and then after I put my coveralls on, I put my, my big winter jacket on and my blaze orange vest. I don't know if I. I went over that. Then for my hands, I had a pair of uh, fingerless mittens for when I would go to shoot, and then I had a giant pair of winter gloves to keep my, my hands warm and stuff, and um, that was about, that was about it.
for my layering system in Minnesota, and um, the first day we were hunting, it was like 55. And then the next day, it snowed. Actually, the next, after two days, it snowed a foot and a half overnight, and um, it went from 53 degrees as a high to a high of 28 degrees and a low of 10 degrees. So a big cold front cold snap came in and so i was i had to layer up and everything and um that uh that uh worked out pretty well except for my cold toes um so and that's really all the experience i've had with layering systems um, like i said it more or less comes down to your own research and what your own body is comfortable with how you react to heat and cold um, and wind and you know a high UV high UV rays and stuff like that and so you're just gonna have to listen to your body and layer up your own way and figure out your own layering system but the general gist is you want to be able to have enough stuff where you're warm in the cold morning and then you can take stuff off as the day goes on to become cooler as it as it gets hotter outside during the day that's why it's layering is so you can de-layer and take layers off and become cooler throughout the day um so um yeah i i think that's really all i have for my for my clothes system and my layering system um as for like scouting in the summertime, just the 511 tactical pants and a short sleeve t-shirt or maybe that long sleeve breathable Killick t-shirt because that actually breathes really well um, and a hat and my hiking boots. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, sorry, I'm recording this at like 10 something at night. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty tired. I've had a long day i built a freaking roof today um a shed out in my backyard <laughs> um so uh forgive me for yawning um i think that's really about it for my layering system to be completely honest um like i said i haven't had too many years of experience layering um but layering with ice fishing is about the same as it was in northern minnesota because it's the same temperature so and that's another thing is if you're layering for you know hunting season it's like you want to go ice fishing then you say okay what did i wear when it was you know this cold out then you know try and pair that up and wear that like it was 16 in minnesota when i went hunting there and um when i go ice fishing generally it's between 10 degrees and 20 degrees so it's like right in that perfect area where i was wearing the same stuff up in minnesota so that's exactly what i wear um so yeah um again just to reiterate it's what your own body's comfortable with um the materials that you're comfortable with um good quality stuff like as as quality as you can afford because it will last you a long time if you take care of it um try and use the same layering system for different applications if you can um and if something's not working don't be afraid to try something else you know but i mean if you're going to try something else make sure you have a something to make sure you're always warm please like especially when you're hunting during the fall 
and it's cold, please make sure you're always warm. <laughs> um, I, I, I wish I didn't have to say this, but I obviously take no responsibility for anybody trying certain layering systems and them not working out. Um, I have no liability whatsoever. This is just purely of the effect of um, this is what has worked for me and what has not worked for me. Um, so you have the responsibility to find that yourself because it's your own your own body and your um, your own system. So um, if you have any questions, you can always email me at a hunter's journey podcast at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram at a hunter's journey podcast or on my personal page at will underscore Phelps underscore 99. Um, thank you all for listening. And, um, you know, I hope you I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you um, found something interesting or something that, um, you know, has kind of helped you with your layering system because I know that it was really confusing for me at the beginning so I hope this helped you out a little bit um, again if you have any questions email me at a hunter's journey podcast at gmail.com or find me on instagram at a hunter's journey podcast um, thank you guys for listening and until next time make sure to respect your fellow hunters and anglers outdoors that are uh, excuse me remember to be safe when you're outdoors respect your fellow hunters and anglers and uh, we'll see you next time thank you bye bye Thank you.